what's up <laughs> and happy sunday october the second wouldn't you know that's my clean date <laughs> didn't even realize that until uh we're uh sitting around eating dinner and Lacey's like hey here's a memory of you in my posts here isn't today your clean date <laughs> you know funny enough uh what, what day is it? October 2nd? It is my clean day. Um, so that's three years down. Um, I want to say first off, right off the rip, you know, uh, thank you so much to God. Um, I'm so grateful. All glory be to him. I wouldn't be here without, you know, wouldn't be here without that. It just makes me choked up even talking that, you know, about that part of my journey. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, like definitely like winning when you've managed to get the last year down and you've actually forgotten what your clean date was. <laughs> I think that's significant, man, because one of the things like early on in my recovery, I know everybody was always like, man, that's a significant date, man. You got to be ready for that. Like, that's amazing. We need to celebrate that. But I remember early on being like, that really doesn't matter that much. I didn't even know what my clean date actually was for almost a whole year until I just like knew approximately like within a week or two. And then I finally had to do the math because when Cassie and I got clean, I still had a, a bag of weed that I wanted to finish before I, I quit for good. And uh, <laughs> so my clean date was a week after hers. Um, but uh, I guess uh, <clears throat> I want to take a minute here and I want to talk about the, you know, <laughs> the gifts of, of, you know, being clean, the gifts of my new life. Um, and uh, I'm going to take just a second here. You're probably going to have a hard time seeing it, but we have right here, there's Lacey. And then KB and Christian are over in that area. They're kind of hard to see in the background. And I believe there is my child, uh, my progeny or spawn or whatever you want to call it, uh, Vinny, a.k.a. Kira, right here on that swing. Um, so I want to, first of all, tell you, a little bit about myself if you don't already know me but i'm gonna just re you know iterate some of the you know the parts of my story that are Im important wow <laughs> she hates that i just did that but i'm gonna go into that in just a second I, you know there's gonna be some context for this but um so uh i came from you know a broken home i came from parents that, that abandoned me um there's a lot of adversity that i have overcome in my life um i don't get particularly like choked up about the things that I've been through anymore. Like I get really choked up about where I'm at now and that those things are a powerful building block in my testimony. And more importantly, that they're a powerful portion of who I am and the things that I used to think were breaking me down and destroying me are actually the exact reasons why I'm here today. Um, and you know, I, fuck, I've, I've struggled with abandonment issues my whole life, uh, you know, especially where both my parents were not present. I was raised by my grandparents, and it's something that never occurred to me until I started taking a look at my history, and I could see just how, how badly, how painfully I wanted to try to fill that hole in my heart that, that you know, that that would have been. You know, luckily enough, I had a really loving grandmother uh, who, who raised me and taught me good morals and values, although, you know, God bless you, Mom. And I know it took a couple, you know, two decades, three decades for him to stick finally. <laughs> um, but I spent a long time um, hating myself. You know, I literally have a, a tattoo here on my forehead that says misanthropy. 
and uh, it has two upside down crosses in it because I used to be super edgy and wanted to try to freak people out. Ooh. But uh, that word means somebody that hates humanity or, or distrusts or doesn't love humanity. And if you know me, you know that's not me. Um, and I'm telling you that part about it because what I want to tell you today is that um, most of all, I think before I got clean, I was afraid that I couldn't do it. I wasn't the, let me rephrase that. I didn't even know that it was possible to be clean. It like wasn't even on my radar. The idea that living clean was an option or anybody else did that stuff was so alien to me. I can't even begin to describe it, but, um, I digress. Uh, what I'd like to more importantly address is that I just was afraid of being happy. Like I was literally afraid that, that anything I could possibly do to make my life what I wanted it to be was going to get taken away from me, you know, and I had the history to prove it because I put myself into those situations to prove it over and over and over again. And the thing about it is, is what you believe is what you make in your life. And that's a fucking powerful lesson. It bears repeating what you believe is what you make. And, um, it was only when I finally had had enough that I thought that there might be a different way of life. And I tried every other fucking aspect. I like thought different drugs would help it. Um, if you don't believe in God, both have some uh, stories that might start making you believe again. And it's fine. You don't know God because he knows you and wants to use your brokenness as a testimony of his glory. The best is yet is still to come. That's so real. You know, I love that is probably, I'll just, you know, skip past a lot of that, man, but I'll just suffice it to say, I was really, I was really scared of everything. I was scared of the idea that God might exist. I was scared of the idea that maybe he didn't exist. I was just angry and full of pain and didn't know what to do. Um, but, um, to skip forward, I zoomed in a little bit ago, um, you know, on my kids out here in the park and, um, Lacey sitting there watching them. And, uh, you know, she told me that she, I, you know, I could come up here cause I was like, you can come if you want, you don't have to. Uh, she told me she was going to give me my little moment, but, um, secretly I kind of wanted to be able to be alone as I walked up this hill, not because I wanted to be alone, but I wanted to be able to look back and see my family <laughs> there sitting on a bench be able to look over here and now you know christian sat up next to lacy and i know that she's you know cutting up with him they have a really unique relationship i love that and um i love watching my my child um and i don't even like to say my child anymore but i love watching akira slash vincent you know um if you if you know there's been some struggles with trying to figure out who they are you know and what they feel like um and and the identity that they have in their life and uh you know, watching my child learn how to be who they really are from being around two people who have figured out who they are and whose they are is a profound experience. And there's times when it brings me to tears because of how powerful it is to realize that everything that has had to happen for me to be where I'm at today, I was talking to Lacey on the way over here about this, literally... You know, um, both of us had a father figure in our lives die. You know, my grandfather, who was my father, as far as I knew when I was a kid, passed on. Lacey's did too, uh, her, her actual father. Um, and we were both raised by our grandparents. Um, both of us had, you know, a lot of tragedy regarding our own parents and them being absentee. You know, even though we know that they loved us, they just didn't know how to love themselves and be present, you know. Um, I've shared so much about not knowing what it looks like to be a dad not knowing what it looks like to be like a man because I don't have a father or a man in my life to be able to say, Hey, what do I do now? 
and again, my, my results speak volumes to somebody that had that struggle. And, and speaking with Lacey too, and knowing that she has these, these same kinds of struggles and not, not knowing who she can turn to, to talk to in these moments. But, um, you know, then on top of that too, like you're going to combine the fact that, you know, I, I found what I thought was going to be the, the love of my life for the rest of my life in Morgan County. I met her in Moorhead, but we moved to Morgan County. We got engaged and she, um, tragically, you know, relapsed and lost her life. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a very messy situation and it broke my heart more ways than I could ever, ever begin to, you know, ever begin to like actually name. It's something I still struggle with this today, but it's not something I'll continue to struggle with because by the grace of God, I know that all of the wounds that are within me will be healed and made actually to be scar tissue that's stronger than it was before. And that that testimony is going to help somebody else. Um, and Lacey, you know, had the love of her life for 18 whole years. I mean, I, uh, Sometimes I'm like, I really marvel at that to like be like in love with somebody for that long. That's like a really amazing thing, you know? And, um, he, he was murdered out here in, in Lexington about four years ago now. Um, it might be a little bit over four years. Uh, she could probably correct me. Um, and I met her very shortly after Cassie died. And I remember I was, I had sworn off of, uh, off of women. And I, I'm going to tell you this, this part of the story, cause it's a little bit funny. She's probably going to kill me for telling you, but uh, it's, it's funny because it's, it's an example of God turning all of the things that we thought were going to be bad for, for good. And I being the type of addict that I was, you know, I was like, you know, maybe if I just, uh, if I like get with another girl or like, you know, like get on Tinder, just meet somebody and like do the thing, I'll be able to feel a little bit better. And I wasn't sure what I wanted. I just knew I was fucked up emotionally. And, you know, I'd contemplated suicide a bunch of times by that point because I was just so broken from what had happened with Cassie. Um, and through whatever, whatever means God has for us, man, I'm telling you, it's like she says, our Tinder testimony here. She, uh, she, I guess, sw uh, swiped right on me and I swiped right on her and, uh, I managed to, to come correct and do it with some respect. So that's good. You know, a great aim for my mom on that one, for my grandmother on that one, for teaching me how to talk to women, even if my intentions weren't the purest. Um, but yeah, we, um, we talked for a while and, uh, we met and, um, you know, again, it's weird. Just like against both of our better judgment, it just clicked like pretty much instantly. Like she pulled up in the same model car as me. It was just a different color and a, uh, different year. Uh, she has the limited edition. So let me put some respect on her name on that. But, um, so yeah, we met and, and wouldn't, wouldn't you fucking know we went to, uh, a place called Agave and Ryan. They have something called the Swipe Right Taco. And tell me that that's not fucking fate right there, okay? The Swipe Right Taco. And so, you know, I ordered one of them and a bunch of other stuff, and I fed her the taco. And she literally said to me the other day that I, like, I, I had her at that. Like, that that was, like, the moment right there. And I did swipe right first. That is correct, honey. Um, for the record, I'm putting some respect on your name on that. But um, I was basically homeless at that point in time because I was traveling back and forth from Morgan County to a place where I was kind of renting for some tattoo trade from some really cool clients of mine. Thank you very much to the McGraws for helping me out during that time. Big love. I'll always, always fucking have love for you guys. And I know uh, Jason and Rhonda are here watching this right now too. And I have huge love for you guys because you helped me through so much too. Um, it's, it was just powerful how many people came out of the woodwork to really help me in that very dark time of my life. But, you know, we, we started talking and it was like an instantaneous connection. But then Lacey did something that's pretty standard for her, to be honest. It's like actually so standard for her. Um, <laughs> the lobster mac and cheese taco is the one they fed me. Okay, cool. <laughs> but um, 
she does something that she does a, a lot. And I love this about her is that she invites people to our church to, um, to come and just hear about God and to hear about the good news, you know, and she invited me on Easter, uh, would have been a year and a half ago now, I guess like a year and a couple of months. And I will admit when I went, it was like, I only went because I was like, it's just the right thing to do, man. Like, I like this girl a lot, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to try. Like, and I believed in God at that point in time. Let me, let me get that straight too. But like, I just didn't know how or what I believed necessarily exactly about it. I just know that he, he saved me from myself with Cassie and he saved me from witnessing her death or being there relapsing alongside her. And that that was just so profound. And I could sit here and name the ways that he helped me through every situation of my life for days. But, um, she invited me there. And in that day, you know, I secretly, like I, I actually gave my life to Christ that day exactly, um, on that first day. And I didn't admit it to anybody for an extra couple of weeks until she invited me to come again. I think that was literally the next week that I came again. And that was, that's pretty big for me to go to church two days in a row. Cause my mom used to have to force me to go to church. And I remember because my pastor looked me dead in the face, um, PK, big love. Thank you so much for everything. Um, and he just said, you're not a mistake. You're on here on purpose for a purpose. And you know, I was a mistake pregnancy. Um, uh, my parents abandoned me. So I didn't realize how powerfully that affected me until I heard somebody who I believed knew his purpose deeply in his heart, <clears throat> look at me and say that because I was like, this man knows who he is. And I believe that he knows who I am. And I'm not even sure who that is sometimes because I have all these, I've had these big plans for, you know, years since I first tried to get my life together. You know, I wanted to get rich and I wanted to <clears throat> tour the world and change people's lives and all this stuff. But like my motivations were just in a different place than they are now. Um, and I don't think I've ever felt more content in my life than, than, you know, in moments like these, when I'm just watching my family be my family and I have two beautiful bonus kids that, by the way, to have absolutely gorgeous eyes and they're great looking boys. Um, and I have my child, Akira, Vinny, you know, there's, there's still some, there's still some, some, uh, ground we need to make there. But I, I know that when I place it in God's hands, it's going to happen, you know? Um, and just like Lacey said here, literally did come like right dead, make eye contact with me and then come right after the sermon and hug me and welcome me to the church. And that was incredible because after that day, I've had so many different people who are just maybe coming through our church There's somebody from Scotland that was visiting, visiting our church. That was a pastor as well. And so many people have come and just told me, they're like, I don't know if you see it or know it, brother, but God has a huge plan for you. And, um, I need you just to keep going and to really, to really like understand that it's going to be so much bigger than you could ever hope for or, or plan. And I'm like taking it back every time because most of the time I'm so moved by it that I don't know how to respond to people. Like I feel awkward and I probably look like a dick cause I'm just like, Oh, thank, thank you. You know? Um, but I'm starting to believe it now because I just keep getting told over and over again by so many people that I have a purpose and that they see me changing lives. And here's the thing I want to say right off the bat is I'm not doing that. All I'm doing is I'm displaying what God has done for me openly and honestly, which is also something that has been a very difficult thing for me to do because I spent so much time. I mean, I literally have upside down crosses on my forehead. I spent so much time 
trying to hate God and convince other people not to believe in God and tell people that faith was retarded and all this other stuff, that it was embarrassing to me to admit that I'd had to change my life, that I had a, a complete spiritual transformation, not as a result, in my opinion, of getting clean. God got me clean in the first place, even before I knew him. There was a plan the whole time. But because I finally relented and stopped fighting exactly what I knew in my heart I needed to do this whole time. And that was to, to surrender and to allow God to actually change my life. And I'm telling you right now, it, it's been, it's just been the most incredible, powerful thing I've ever been through in my life. And I, I mean, like I went to see one of my heroes in a conference, Eric Thomas, and my future wife went there with me. And I am lucky enough to have lots of things I'm working through and getting better at and doing, but also, um, to have a partner who is working through it alongside me and sees me for being the imperfect person I am and loves me all the more for it. Uh, but at the end of the day, what I want to do say here, cause we're all getting ready to leave the park here, um, is that God is good all the time. And I want you to know that no matter how broken you are, he can fix you. I want you to know that no matter how lost you are, you can be found. In fact, you're already found. And all you need to do is do what's right and keep doing what's right and stay in position. Oh, here comes KB right here. What, buddy? Maybe I am. It's possible I am. Here. What's up? Give me a hug. Look at this kid. That's a pretty sick little bonus kid. Let me see. open your eyes real wide. Open your eyes real wide. Let me see him. Oh, no, it's too dark to see him. He's got beautiful eyes, though. And this is my spawn right here. More than bonus kid. Yeah. Ah! The, the regular kid. No! <laughs> Alrighty. But I got to wrap this up because it's a little bit too dark for me to do this while I'm walking. But, um,. <laughs> equality that is correct but um here's here's the ticket at the end of the day um and i want to give you guys a quick before i get all the way you know home here i want to give you guys a quick hookup too on the nature of relationships um i think the most important thing i've learned is companionship in this process and i've learned that i am not perfect and that the people around me are not perfect either but that we choose to love one another at the end of the day and that we choose to move forward. And that's the most powerful part of everything. Um, and uh, it's, just, it's just changed my life. So thank you so much, God. All glory be to you. Oh, you can't really see either Good. one of us. It's dark now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm just going to say one more time, please, if you have any inkling in your heart whatsoever that you need to change your life, take a moment and ask yourself, if you're ready and if you are, then I want you to take the, take the time to reach out to somebody who is a follower of Christ and knows Jesus and to ask for some help in that process. It's as simple as just giving your life and your will, most importantly, over. Uh, that's been the hardest part for me to turn over. But And I'll quote Napoleon Hill. Oh, yeah. You will never be ready. Huh. So just do it. That's real. That's absolutely real. There's another weird thing, too. She just shared a quote from four years ago. This like one of my favorite authors of all time that I would like quote all the time. Like, thank you, God. I hear it loud and clear. I, I hear it loud and clear. Thank you. That's where I'm meant to be. Love you all. Have a good day.